Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running from networks and security to communications and 24-7 support. Our team works with you to understand your technology demands, then deploys the right solution for your unique needs. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com business. Blackfoot, connect to more. Now from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Just take a wild guess. Okay. Cooper Birdwell from Lewistown. Yes. It's a very cool thing for him to be going to Oklahoma State. Amazing. Yeah, it's a big deal. Guess how many national championships Oklahoma State has won in wrestling. Uh, this blew my mind. Is this? Are we talking about team? Team championships. Team championships. Man. I mean, how far back are we going? Quite a way. All time. I mean, they're, they're one of the original wrestling programs. So, I mean, 120 years. Okay. Well, I mean... It's going to be a huge number. I guess I'll say 20. If I told you 20, you'd think that was a, a unbelievable. Yeah. 34. Wow. What? <laughs> Let's say it started in 1900, which I bet you didn't start until probably 30 to 40 years after that. <laughs> so let's say it's been going for 80 years. That's like winning half of the national championships. That's unreal. That is unreal. Uh, congratulations to him, uh, Cooper Birdwell, who still has a senior year to go. He's three-time Absolutely. Class A state uh, champion. He's looking to make it four straight. It's like he told 406mtsports.com. He said, well, how do you say no to that? Pretty tough. Who you get, else you get recruited by? Who cares? I'm going to go to the team that wins the national championship every other year. <laughs> um, when it comes to wrestling, Big 12, little bit of Big 10. Yeah, that's where you want to be. Yep. They see what it is. It's flat out there, and they got room to go ahead and wrestle around. 
Uh, if you missed anything in hour number one, check it out on the podcast, the Two Tell Nuanas podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can uh, listen anytime you would like at your leisure. That's the beauty of it. The podcast available thanks to Blackfoot Communications and Alpine Touch. You want to call 361-3688 is the phone number. All guests, like our next guest, Willa Albrecht, who's our senior spotlight, brought to us uh, by uh, on, on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You can also listen to the stream anytime you would like to. The stream available at our website, 1029ESPN.com. Thanks to Opportunity Bank of Montana, your local bank, your opportunity. As we continue to monitor the uh, influence of the situation that the world is going through at large and its impact on high, specifically high school athletics, since mm-hmm. that's the thing that we're sort of clinging to here in Montana, uh, as we said yesterday, or I guess earlier this week, Missoula County, Gallatin County are having their next meeting with school officials and the health department next week. So okay. Tuesday is when it's happening. We've already seen the announcement out of Yellowstone County and Lewis and Clark counties. There will be no loud fans. And uh, excuse me, we already knew Yellowstone County, no fans. Flathead and Silverbow County, which is Butte, two fans per participant so your mom and dad can come to your game mm-hmm. if you're from that town but then this is the latest out of helena this is from chris peterson at the helena independent record no fans for lewis and clark county so that means the helena schools okay no fans allowed as well all right so there we go they continue to go us uh, let's talk to uh, a former high school athlete and the current lady Grizz, shall we it's time for our senior spotlight we're excited about this well, it is time now for our Senior Spotlight, presented by McElmary Homes and Mike Nugent of Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. And we are very happy now to be joined by a Billings West standout, both basketball player and track star, and now a University of Montana student as of like, what, today? Willow Albrecht yep. joining us. Willow, thank you so much for being with us. Yep, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're we're certainly happy to have you here. Is this right? Is today your actually first day of college, Willa? No, it was yesterday. It was oh, so you're a veteran now. Yeah. <laughs> you got it all uh, all under Well, let's start there. I mean, how cool is this? You know, we always talk about sports and all that kind of stuff. That's what we do around here. That's great. But I mean, it's exciting, right? I know it's weird in the whole, you know, distancing thing and the face mask and all that kind of stuff, but your first day of college, I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely exciting. I haven't been to school in like six months, so it's kind of weird, but I'm excited about it. What was moving day like? Um, It was kind of different this year because we all had like time slots that we had to move in. We only had like two hours, and then we could only bring like two family members. So it was kind of hard to get everything moved in and put together with only two people in two hours, but... It worked out okay. I have everything I need. So. What? Which family members did you select? Um, my dad and my sister came with me. Okay. Okay. Very good. And was there any hurt feelings? Did you have some uncles who were like, hey, Willow, what's going on? How come I couldn't get the invite? No. I, uh, most of my other family lives out of town. Gotcha. In other states. Gotcha. So they didn't really, yeah. Well, well, let's talk about, uh, let's go back a little bit. I know that, you, you know, it's exciting here now to be at the University of Montana and enrolled there and getting ready for, you know, hopefully a basketball season, of course. So that's great. And we'll get into it. But what a, what a great season 
that you had your senior year at Billings West playing basketball there. You go all the way to the state championship game, and just like on the boys' side, you're anticipating, excited. You win you, the, the, the semifinals. You're going to play Helena Capital for all the marbles, and then all of a sudden, no, and they shut it down, and, and you don't get to play your state championship game. On one hand, obviously tremendously disappointing. On the other hand, what an unbelievable season. And now that it's been, you know, five, six months removed from that, have you been able to look back and, and, and you know, take that sense of accomplishment uh, out of the season that you had? Yeah, for sure. Just looking back on it, it's cool that we even got to have a state tournament or part of it because I know there's a lot of people that didn't even get to finish their regular season. So that was definitely nice. And then just the way our team finished, we finished winning like 17 games in a row or something like that. So um, I feel like even though we didn't get to play the championship, we still went out on a good note. You mentioned some people maybe not getting to play uh, state tournaments at all. The regular season kind of got canceled. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to Jonelle Molberg about that at all? I know because she was in Montana, and then she moved to Spokane for her senior year, which worked out great because she got a college chance. But I know Washington got shut down way before we did. So has she said, hey, at least you're lucky enough to play in the state tournament? Yeah, she did kind of say that. I feel bad for everyone that didn't even get to finish. But the other thing, too, uh, Willa Albrecht joining us as our senior spotlight, uh, University of Montana student as of 24 hours ago. Uh, and uh, you are an outstanding track athlete as well. And we're in high school, and uh, particularly in the sprints, the 100 meters, the 200 meters. And that didn't even get off the ground this spring. What was that like to have, you know, to be geared up and something that you're, you're really good at, a great athlete in, and have that not even, you know, come to fruition at all? Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Um, ever since my junior year, I was really looking forward to my senior year of track just because I knew that was probably going to be my last year of track and hopefully our team was going to be really good. Um, and, yeah, I was just super disappointed when they finally canceled it because I had been doing all the workouts that our coaches sent us and stuff like that just to make sure I was prepared if we did have a season. And then when it finally came out, it was just super disappointing that we weren't even going to have a chance. You know, is it – you you committed to play for the University of Montana and the Lady Grizz, and that's great. And uh, and it's a long and storied history with that program, and I'm, I'm sure tremendously exciting to be a part of it. Would there have been any chance, though, that you would have gone into track if you would have had a senior year? Do you think that's something that might have looked at a little bit longer uh, if, if you would have you know gone out there and, and had some marks and maybe had some looks from that side of things? Or were you pretty committed that you wanted to play hoops? Um, yeah, I don't think I really ever would have considered track. Um, I always knew that I wanted to do basketball in college, and I never really thought about anything else. What were some of your goals going into track season? Because I know you, you got on the podium, both the 100 and the 200, and you guys had a great sprint relay team last year, too. So, I mean, uh, did you have a state championship in your sights? Is that what you were training towards? Yeah, for sure. I think definitely for the team, I think we could have won the championship. And then individually, in the 200 and the 100, I think I would have had a good chance. And for our 4 by one I think we would have had a good chance to set another record. When you're talking about being a multi-sport athlete, you mentioned that you never really even considered track, even though you were one of the elite track athletes in the state of Montana. What's that basketball part? What, what, what made you fall in love with the game of basketball? 
Um, I think it's just I've been doing it since I was like seven or eight and it's just kind of become part of my life and I couldn't really imagine going to college and not doing basketball. I just always imagined myself doing that. And so what's it been like since, you know, school, high, you know, school gets canceled for the last couple of months of, of uh, you know, this, the year, and then you have the summer that you go through and you're getting ready to go be, you know, part of the University of Montana and the Lady Grizz and Coach Petrino. And what have you been able to do, uh, if anything at all, with the team? And what's it been like being now a, a member of, of the university and of this basketball team? Yeah, so like two yeah, two weeks before school started, um, we all got to come to Missoula and start working out, um, just having like a couple practices and doing a little lifting um, and just like getting to know your teammates a little bit. So that was super nice, I think, because I know not all teams had a chance to do anything at all during the summer. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better, by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> it's it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house, and I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I actually think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana, Shoto Shout Out Original Alpine Touch, and it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Willa Albrecht joining us. She's a graduate of Billings West High School and a incoming freshman at the University of Montana, set to play basketball for the Lady Grizz. Join us on our Senior Spotlight. Senior Spotlight brought to us by Blaine McElmurray at McElmurray Homes. Blaine knows what you can achieve through hard work as an athlete coming from small town Montana. The Troy native rose up to become an All-American safety for the Grizzlies on the UM 1995 National Championship team before spending time playing in the NFL. And since then, Blaine's used those values in his work with McElmurray Homes. Missoula's highest quality custom residential construction company, McElmurray Homes has been in existence since 2003 and remains committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. And McElmurray Homes, proud supporter of local, local high school and college athletes throughout the state of Montana. 
Well, one thing that's so interesting to me is that uh, you're a twin. And my best friends growing up were twin brothers, and they actually ended up coming playing football for the University of Montana. And a lot of times, twins, you can't separate them. And a lot of times, twins, they want to find their can't own. put them together. That's right. You get, they want to find your own way. And then your, your sister, she's going to be going to school at Lehigh across the other side of the country in Pennsylvania. So what was that? How did that influence your decision? You, you committed a lot earlier than your, your sister, and it kind of seems like you knew you wanted to come to Montana and play for Lady Grizz. So what was the dynamic like and kind of going through the recruiting process with and alongside your twin sister? Yeah, we always knew that we wanted to go to separate schools. I don't think there was any way that we were ever going to go to the same school. So pretty much like once I committed here, it was pretty much that she wasn't going to come here. So... How come? Um, What's going yeah. <laughs> on? Well, you said I got to be my own person over here. Leave me alone. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've like always been together our whole lives, and I feel like I've never really had the chance to be my own person. It's always been me and my sister. So I think it'll just be fun in college to kind of be my own person. And yeah. Will it? I have. I, I would. I would give so very much money to have an identical twin. First of all, <laughs> it would be we would have such a better looking group of humans if there was two of me. That's the first thing. The second thing, though, is this, and I. I don't tell Coach Petrino that I'm planting this seed, but this has to happen. Okay, somewhere along the line. You have to play a game for Lehigh, and your sister has to play a game for the Lady Grizz, and no one can know it, okay? You just exchange jerseys, you walk on the floor there, she walks on the floor in Missoula, and you got to play at both schools, and no one knows. I mean, this would be the greatest thing. You got to do the same hair thing, I get that, but I mean, it's worth it, isn't it? I mean, you could try, but I would hope that my teammates and coaches will me know enough, or know me well enough that... They could tell, but you never know. <laughs> well, tell us, tell us a little bit about the the group of, of freshmen that you're coming in with, because um, a whole group of girls from the state of Montana. Uh, we had Kendall Keller on the show a couple weeks back from Haver. I know Carson Murphy is there as well, and I know I know that uh, Jonelle played her senior year in Spokane, but she's a Montana girl as well. So, uh, is there something mm-hmm. neat to you about the fact that uh, kind of your, almost your entire freshman class is, is in state Montana girls? Yeah, it's super cool that we have so much talent in the state and that we can all come here and play together and we all have something in common. And, yeah, it's been super nice to get to know all of them. Um, I never really knew any of them before coming here. But, yeah, it's been nice just to talk to them about their experiences because obviously it's a little different than mine um, because I was in a different class and everything. But, um, yeah, it's just been super nice to get to know all of them and they're all – super good and fun to play with. What was your thoughts on the Lady Grizz when you were growing up? Were you a, were you a big Lady Grizz follower and fan? No. Um, I don't know. Being from Billings, I kind of was more of a Bobcats fan, but I honestly didn't really care about either place. Recruiting was probably a very interesting process for you this year because not only have we gone through this pandemic and the, and the funny way that everything has ended and then uh, you know the fact that you guys weren't able to finish out your senior year of high school but also a, a, a coaching change a transition at, at Montana before uh, you know when you had been committed had you signed before the coaching change or did the signing come afterwards yeah I committed before okay so I mean what, what was your thought process when, when you know that the, the program is going to be going through a transition and, and what gives you faith in, in coach Petrino uh, moving forward here 
Yeah, when I first heard the news, I was a little surprised, but I was also excited because, I mean, Coach Fortuna was there the whole time during my recruiting process, and I really like him as a person and as a coach. You can just tell he works super hard, and he's doing everything he can to help us and make sure that we can be the best team possible for next year. Well, Willa, we appreciate you being here with us very much. It's uh, awesome to hear the stories of, of, you know, high school and how you went through what you went through and now have gotten to this point where you're uh, now a college student, full-fledged. Congratulations to you on that, and we're excited about this coming season and, and, uh, and your career with the University of Montana. We wish you the best. We'll look forward to tracking, uh, tracking you through all of it and catching up with you here soon, okay? Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Willa Albrecht, our senior spotlight. Senior spotlight brought to us by Blaine McLemary and McLemary Homes, and also Mike Nugent, Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Coulter, the real estate market is popping right off right now. Tell them about it. <laughs> it absolutely is. World of real estate always evolving, but that's probably more true now than ever. Ever is an arbitrary term, but at least in the broad scope of things, recent history, it hasn't been like this in the 21st century in Missoula for a really long time. So if you're a long-time Azulian that's looking to upgrade or downsize, it might be a great time for you to sell. But also, if you're in a position to buy something new, today might be a great time for you to buy. No matter what questions you have when it comes to residential or commercial real estate, Mike Nugent and the professionals at Berkshire Hathaway in Missoula have your answers. To find out what Mike can do for you, give him a call today, 531-1802. That's 531-1802. That's his direct line. And he always wants you to remember, no matter what question you have, any question is good to ask. Quick break. On the other side, the Bucks up 21 at halftime, and two former Big Sky Conference foes become teammates professionally. Who would the best Big Sky Conference tandems be at the next level? We'll discuss right after this. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running from networks and security to communications and 24-7 support. Our team works with you to understand your technology demands, then deploys the right solution for your unique needs. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com business. Blackfoot, connect to more. Up at the break, 64-43 over the Orlando Magic. Magic getting back into it offensively, at least, scoring 13 points, maybe even less than that. 13 points through 13 minutes, put it like that, of basketball. They scored 30 in the last 11 minutes of uh, the uh, first half, but still down 21, and uh, Milwaukee in control at this point in the game. Uh, Coulter, you wanted. to... Oh, go ahead. Just a yeah, just yeah. a little note uh, of of goodwill, send thoughts. I, I as a lot of people that listen to the show know, I'm on the board of directors for the Montana Football Hall of Fame, and uh, we had to postpone our event this year, right, uh, for obvious reasons. We are scheduled to go next June 25th and 26th, which which is uh, it's always an excellent event, outstanding, great stories. One of the great storytellers I have had the pleasure of meeting and, and spending time with at this event is former Grizz player Mike Tillman. Mm. Mike Tillman is is larger than life in quite every way. Even now, as a, a man in his mid-70s, he is 
no less than six foot eight, two hundred eighty-five pounds. I bet he's an enormous, enormous man, and he's done a great deal for folks all across the High Line. He owns Tillman Motors and uh, a bunch of other businesses up in the Haver area, and he's done a great, great things for the community. He's always been a great supporter of Ridge Athletics. Uh, but in in our newsletter, one note is that Mike is is uh, is very sick, and so good thoughts out to Mike. Uh, hopefully. He, he can get healthy and uh, we can celebrate again next June. But he's a guy that was an outstanding, outstanding Montana Grizzly, a University right. of Montana Hall of Famer, drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, played more than a decade in the NFL, one of the all-time. In terms of when you pair his college and pro career together, one of the greatest players to ever come out of the state of Montana. Mm. It's unquestionable. Uh, so best of thoughts to Mike Tillman and the Tillman family. Absolutely. Very good. Uh, Coulter, you thought it'd be fun. So the, this news came out yesterday, but... Um, well, first of all, we go by Harold Frey, uh, signed with a Spanish basketball club. Uh, what, maybe last week, I guess it was. And then yesterday, Kendall Manuel signed, and guess what? To the same team. So somebody's got the big sky pipeline going out there to Spain. There may be similar agent. Right, exactly. Perhaps the same agent. Sure. Maybe similar, like twins or what? Uh, the same it, agency. I, I get you. I get you. Uh, in any case, uh, that's cool. It's fun for, for uh, those two guys to be paired up together uh, over there, and we wish them absolutely the best. But it got you to thinking, hey, what would be some great big sky tandems that would be fun to watch play, you know, professional basketball internationally or whatever it might be that uh you know we're going against each other for maybe three four years at the big sky level and then uh, all of a sudden find themselves teammates later well i started thinking about this because kendall man well he had a great college career period i mean he goes to oregon state Mm -hmm. out of billing skyview after being the montana gatorade player of the year and because wayne tickle was in the middle of a rebuild thrust into an elevated role which he did way better than i think almost anybody from montana expected him to do i mean he was a a starter right out the gates. He had a couple big games as a freshman. Great wingman for Trace Tinkle. Then he gets hurt. He sort of falls down the rotation, comes back from the injury, but then can never quite get it rolling again. Uh, but then comes the University of Montana. He's the newcomer of the year in the Big Sky Conference, top reserve in the Big Sky Conference. And then last year was a second-team All-League player, one of the 10 best players in the Big Sky Conference. Smooth shooter, hard worker, great guy. We loved hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Loved listening to his stories. Always so gracious with us. But all that said, the one thing you got to give Kendall credit for, he did figure out a way to create his own shot, which mm-hmm. is key in Montana's system. But And he did get a lot of open shots, especially his junior year, from guys like Ahmad Roy and Michael Guine penetrating the paint. But this last year, he didn't get set up as much as I thought he maybe could have. He still averaged 15.5 points a game, but he could have been a 18 to 20 point a game scorer if he had somebody that was really facilitating addition to him. So then I started thinking, well, if him and Frey would have played together, man, what a combo. I mean, that's a great combo. Those guys complement each other so well. And who knows what what their future immediately will be. I think they both are going to have to do some work because that's a really good league. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're going to be probably role players as rookies initially. But working together, that's going to be tremendous. And I, and I guarantee you that they'll be fast friends because they're personality-wise, two of my favorite kids that we've covered yeah. in the last couple of years. I mean, they're both super cool, friendly, great guys. So, I mean, the rivalry... A ton of international experience, obviously, from, totally. from Norway, yeah. but uh, Mozambican ties for, for Kendall Manuel as well. I mean, what, what great conversations can they have, too, because they've both been all over the world. So I started thinking of just guys that... Cause a lot of times when you're a, the dude in the Big Sky Conference, it's hard to have other guys around you, but also just finding ways to compliment guys. It, it's a difficult task for sure. 
the first guy I thought of when I thought of complimentary players was Andre Spite at Northern mm. Colorado because Andre Spite, Jordan Davis, who then went on to become the Big Sky MVP the following year yeah. at Northern Colorado, I think he didn't get enough credit for the fact that he was the dude at UNC for his freshman and sophomore years. He was the guy yeah. that Jeff Linder wanted to build the whole thing around. Then they get this transfer from Arizona State, who's a one-and-done guy, and Spite lit the league on fire. I mean, Spite scored 850 points in one season. It's the all-time Big Sky record. I don't think it'll ever be broken. Spite, Spite was um, as as unbelievable as it gets. I he, Him at his best, I mean, I think back to that, the, the greatest Big Sky game I've ever watched, which was Montana and Northern Colorado in, in, the, in the playoffs, the semifinal, that, that year. Mm-hmm. Um, the run that he went on through the middle portion of the second half was better than any run I ever saw Tyler Hall go on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was it, it didn't it didn't even seem possible. It didn't even seem real the way that that he played in that game and 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 yeah, eight fifty four is is way out there. Especially because they won that postseason tournament too. So they got right. They, the played, they played more games than anybody else too. Sure. So that, that's another part of that record. But Jordan Davis is a great player. I didn't think he complimented Spite that well. Totally. No, they, they two great players, and you're going to take them both, but they're not they're not built to go they're together. They're both ball-dominant guys, and yeah. that's what Linder's system is, is being the ball-dominant guy. And then when Davis sh- shifted in that role, he ended up becoming the second all-time leading scorer in the history of the conference in terms of total points, Right. but not great complimentary. The number one guy, I, I thought, because Spite was so smooth in the pick and roll, and he can also put you on the string and pull you back and shoot from – three from mid-range mm-hmm. from the deep two he can get to the rim but a pick and roll guy would have been so great for him and then one, but also a guy that could protect the rim you know he needed a, a one of those transcendent big guys there hasn't been that many in the last couple of years but the number one guy that popped in my mind was Joel Ballenboy from mm-hmm. Weaver State who ended his career as I believe either the first or second all-time leading rebounder in the history of the league right. and he was an amazing player he's still he's on a two-way contract right now in the NBA so he's one of those guys that's kind of flirting with it but I thought they'd be a great combo the other what I thought of because I thought of Tyler Hall right away too. Sure, and I think that there was a. <laughs> it's it's hard to say that someone was misused when they hit four hundred and fifty threes and scored three hundred more points than anybody in the history of the league. Yeah, but Tyler Hall at his origin, he's a phenomenal shooter. He's a phenomenal scorer at Montana State. One of the most underrated passers. I honestly thought Montana State was at their best during the Brian Fish days when Tyler Hall was at the point. Mm. That sounds crazy because Harold Frey is also one of the most productive point guards in the history of the league. But as good as Frey and Hall were, and as good as they were together, I think that there was better players that could complement Tyler Hall. And then he still harkened back to the pick and roll because Tyler can handle it, he can shoot the step back, and he's so deadly with that step back three. So having a big guy for him, like a rim-running athletic guy, so I thought of Vanke Joyce from mm. Eastern Washington. I think that those guys would have been dynamite, especially if you could play Tyler at the one as kind of a James Harden combo-style guard. Who you got? Um, well, this is this is relatively easy. Harold Frey and anyone. <laughs> Right, um, but I thought I thought Harold Frey. Here's here's what's so interesting about basketball, though, is that for Frey to be Frey is a great point guard, but you wouldn't deem him as a true. He he is a true point guard in the modern game, but he's a scoring point guard too, though. Yes, he is. He needs to score, and and that was the one reason why we're him and Tyler Hall. Every time Harold Frey shooting the ball, Tyler Hall's not. 
Harold's Fred is such a good player, but it did take away from the allure of Town Hall a little bit the, at times. I, I thought the, the same thing you thought. If you could pair him with, with, a, with a big guy, mm-hmm. now the, there's not a ton of big guys just in the Big Sky Conference. I mean, Absolutely. they're just not around. Absolutely. And especially rim-running guys like Ballin Boy. But I thought... That uh, uh, Harold Frey and Jamara Coe together, man, that's a good could one. Be, could be, could be something because that's a good I one. still think Jamara Coe has some of the best hands and feel around the rim, and, and some of that to gather underneath the rim, absolutely. Too. And so, so Frey, like, I mean, how many, how many just set them up, knock them down dunks does Devin Kirby have because he's six eleven and he's standing there and Harold Frey's driving and just gives it up. So you could get some of that from from Jamar Coe. But the other thing I think is Jamar Coe's a big dude. And he It's an understatement. I mean he's a big guy. So point being not merely tall, right? Okay. Sure. So all of these, you know, you think about the drive and dish game that you could have with that, but also him clearing space. I thought that Jamara Coe did a great job a lot of time leveraging his size to create lanes rather than fill up lanes sure. for guys who would come, you know, on, onto the interior. So I I don't know. There's not a lot of guys that can finish at and around the rim better uh, than Harold Frey. And so maybe he comes down and he – he gives it up, but also I think that all of a sudden Jamar Coe does a quarter pivot and just seals off any anybody who might be in his way, and he just comes down, has to beat a guard on a lane, which he's going to do a hundred out of a hundred times, and and you got it. So I think that would be a fun tandem. That's a really good one, uh, especially because I mean you mentioned Devin Kirby. Devin Kirby's a largely offensively absent player, yet he averaged eight points per game because Harold Fred was throwing three dunks. Yeah, that's right, and. Uh, I mean, Harold Frey, Jabril Bell is a good player, but Harold Frey made him one of the better players in the league. You know, a, a third-team all-league and newcomer of the year in the league last year right. just because of his ability to set him up. That That's uh, that's an outstanding one. It's so funny, too, because it's not a knock on Ahmad Rory, but Ahmad Rory and Jamar Code, they don't complement each other that well because Rory can run the high pick-and-roll. He can get to the rim. Rory's so skilled, though, he, he's a... He's a you reach I teach type point guard. That's what I would call him. Because mm-hmm. when you go for it, he's gonna he's so snappy mm-hmm. that he can pop pop you back. I mean, how many times did Ahmad Rory hit that little fourteen foot jump shot? Mm-hmm. Harold Frey is go, going two dribbles more, and then giving you an alley oop and or dishing it down low and letting you dunk it in the lane. It's just interesting because even though Jamarco Ahmad Rory played just fine together there is a certain style of point guard that caters to a co a lot more the other guys i was thinking of it's interesting in the big sky conference because often teams will have one guy who's their who's their really good player you know Mm -hmm. allen idaho but i was thinking about guys like holland woods justin strings yep yeah, but I was thinking like, well, who am I going to pair them with? Because they're such individual players. Because they kind of have to be. Like that, that's they're a, that's carrying a, the load. It's a great point because I considered Justin Strings too, and I was like, who would I pair with him at Sac State? Really, nobody. Mm-hmm. He's got to be the dude. You got to just throw it to him in that short corner and just let him go to work. Right. So okay, so I got a good one for you then. Yeah. Can you think of anybody that would be really good with Jarek Harding? Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's. You know, one guy I think could be good with Jarek Harding is maybe like Bodie Hume. Ooh, uh, that's a really good one because he's he's a, a he's a he's a Bodie big Hume guy. From Colorado. Yeah, he's six six nine, six eight, they six only, eight, six they, ten. Yeah, they list him. Some, he's, they he's, list him shorter than tall, he is. I'll tell you that. But he can. But he's a guard. So I mean, he's a he's a really good shooter of the basketball, and I think that he could help 
both on the inside and outside and really create some some problems defensively in terms of where he would be on the floor. Because Jarek Harding's Jarek Harding's probably the fastest player I've seen in the Big Sky Conference. For sure. And his both his first step and just his ability to get to the rim. And you know his his finishing ability is is peerless for a five nine guy if he's that, uh, and so him getting inside and getting a little help again maybe on a you just throw it up and let Bodie Hume go up and get it but also because he's collapsing the entire defense at will kick out bang away you know so that that might be one. I got a couple more for you. Okay, uh, first of all. I just thought of a really, really good one. All right. You wouldn't really think of these guys complimenting each other as much as they're both so unselfish and also such crazy, fierce competitors that I think that they would just make opposing coaches cry. <laughs> Michael Ogine and Jonah Radabaugh. Mm. Mm. Oh, I mean, who he ain't scoring? Who, they did, no one. Yeah, zero points. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's scoring, man. It's so good, dude. And like if they were going back and forth, yes. and they both could play with each other so well because the both. I mean, those two dudes were more selfless in accepting a variety of roles, evolving roles, maybe in some people's eyes, diminished roles. Mm-hmm. Michael Gideon never thought it like that though. I mean, he was in the studio and he he thought of it. Always like, well, whatever Travis Secure has to be do, that's what I'm going to do. Well, but Michael Gideon could have been a 2,000-point scorer if he would have been a dude, and he would never got to be the dude, and he still scored 1,600-plus points. I understand in in defensive rotations, the University of Montana, for instance, they have a, a very, uh, what, I, what I would call a high-level and, and involve complex defensive scheme that they run, okay? So... Y- it takes not just effort, but it takes it takes smarts, and it also takes a level of chemistry, I would argue, uh, that you develop over time. But in general, chemistry is an offensive phenomenon in basketball because sure. you got you got the different guys doing different things with one basketball. You can have five guys going 10 out of 10 defensively, and you're only going to be happy about it. Like on offense, you can't have one – all five guys can't shoot the ball on any – you know, in any possession, of course, right? But on defense, all five guys can just go so very hard if they have the the motor and the energy to do it. No one goes harder than Michael Ogine and Jonah Radabaugh. And For you sure. put those guys on the perimeter together, and it's just lights out. Um, I thought of a good one for Holland Woods. Okay. This is actually phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> Jake Wiley. From, from you remember from Jake Meyer. from Eastern Washington, he's the big guy MVP okay. three or four years ago. Started his career at the Grizz. Jake Wiley is is one of the rare athletes I've ever seen. He started his career at the Grizz. He was sort of on the outs with the coaching staff. This is when Wayne Tinkle was here. Yeah, and so then, it's more than three or four years ago for the record. Yeah, that's true. So Jake Wiley, well, no, Jake, well, no, because here's the thing though. I can't believe you don't know the story. It's one of the great stories ever. So Jake Wiley comes to Montana, played for Wayne Tinkle. And then Wayne Tickle, it seems like he's probably going to move on. And Wiley wasn't really fitting in chemistry-wise. So Wiley goes out and decides he's going to run track. He's all-conference in in track in the indoor and outdoor season in the 400. This guy's 6'7". Six, six wow. Then he goes and plays football, the last part of spring ball, for Bobby Houck. Catching passes. Then he decides... He's going to go. He wants to play basketball again. But he's out. Tinkle takes the Oregon State job, so he's out. So he goes and plays. Well, now it wouldn't have been Bobby Houck he would have been playing for. Sure, you're right. You're right. He was playing for Mick Delaney. Excuse yeah. me. 
We're going back now. Regardless, yeah. Jake Wiley then transfers to Lewis and Clark State in Lewistown, Idaho. Lewiston, Idaho is the, needless to say, Frontier Conference Player of the Year yeah. multiple times. <laughs> then he grad transfers to Eastern Washington and is like 24-10 and 10 as the Big Sky mm. Conference MVP. This is the year before Bogdan Blizniak. Okay. Bogdan was on that same team, yeah. too, but that Eastern team was really good. It was Jim Hayford's last year. Mm. But, I mean, Wiley is... Hyper, hyper, hyper athletic, and he's a you know pick and pop, pick and roll player. He would be so good with Holland Woods. I got one last one for All you. Right. This All is right. low hanging fruit given the situation that we're in right now, but given what Damian Lillard has become in the Big Sky or in the NBA, mm-hmm. I think that the thing that probably the 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 uh, the kryptonite, the only kryptonite he really has experienced this decade in basketball, will is Bill Cherry. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's low-hanging fruit, but you got to say, Will Cherry, together. Will Cherry and Dame together is pretty dang good. Pretty pretty good. Uh, it's 2 Tell Nuance, 1029 ESPN Radio. On the other side, we'll give you an update on the uh, NBA, what's going on right now. Orlando trying to make a game of it in the third quarter here. And also, yes, I'm going to drag Coulter through the ice with a little bit of a hockey update, okay? Just a little bit. I'll do that right after this. It's August the 20th. It is very nice outside, and as the summer days get a little bit shorter, spend some time outside, play some golf. Go to Canyon River Golf Club. The Canyon River Golf Club over in East Missoula, spectacular setting along the Clark Fork River, the base of the mountains. It is an unbelievable way to spend an afternoon, maybe a morning, whatever it is, $49 around incredibly affordable for a championship course beautiful meticulously manicured and perfect pristine condition you go out there you play 18 holes go online to canyonrivergolfclub.com that's canyonrivergolfclub.com you can see all their tee times you can set your tee times online you can see the specials you can save money even off the already low prices that they have there this is the time. If you're not even into the sport, this is the time to get into it. It's a great socially distanced sport. You spend time outside. You have yourself a ton of fun. Have some competition. Maybe put a put a put a couple of uh, quarters on it with your buddies out there on the uh, on the birdies and on the uh, drive long drive contest. Whatever you want to do, Canyon River Golf Club. It is one of the premier premier golf experiences in Western Montana. Online at CanyonRiverGolfClub.com. Go play around at golf at Canyon River. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf, and nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top-of-mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a 1,000 of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info 
at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. After being down 21 at the half, the Magic had cut the lead to a dozen in the third quarter, but Valenchenzo three ball extends it back out to 18. 84-66 the score right now between Miami, uh, the Magic, excuse me, and the Milwaukee Bucks. It's two Telenuanas. It's 1029 ESPN Radio. It's SWX Montana Television. If you missed anything in the show, listen on the podcast. The podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. You can listen anytime you would like to. It's the beauty of it. Share it with your friends. Rate, review, subscribe, do all that stuff. Even uh, push the stars, right? You can uh, star the thing. What a, th- what a deal. Uh, the podcast available thanks to our friends, at Blackfoot Communications and Alpine Touch. Uh, Coulter, I just briefly, for everybody out there, you know, because I think that it's worth taking a look at, the NHL playoffs are also rolling on. Tampa Bay was down 4-2 to in their fifth game against the Columbus Blue Jackets in the third period, scored two goals in pretty short order, forced it to overtime, and scored the game winner to win the series and avenge their sweep last year to move on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Was uh, it the same matchup last year? Same matchup. Okay. Same matchup against the Blue Jackets. So they win four games to one. Didn't sweep the Blue Jackets, but they did get the ultimately uh, a relatively easy, if you call it for that, four four games to one series. Here's a here's a little Montana connection. I, I do know this. Okay. Uh, actually, never mind. We won't, we won't say that one. Keep okay. on going. Okay. Good self-edit on the fly, Coulter. Uh, the Boston Bruins, despite being the four seed, we talked about that. They were the best team in, in the NHL uh, this year by record, by points. They end up with a four seed because they couldn't figure it out in the three-game round robin. They still move on past Carolina four games to one. Colorado blew out Arizona 7-1 in the fifth game, so they win four games to one. Philadelphia is up 3-2 over Montreal, and the Vancouver Canucks are up 3-2 over the St. Louis Blues. Tonight, the Washington Capitals, who I believe are the number two seed, perhaps the three seed in the East, uh, with Alex Ovechkin. They're one year removed from their Stanley Cup, uh, I guess close to two years now, but you understand, 2018 Stanley Cup champion. Uh, They were down three games to none against the New York Islanders, and their former coach, Barry Trotz, who left after winning the Stanley Cup, went to the New York Islanders. So maybe he knows a thing or two about his old club. That said... Ovi had a pair of goals in game four. The uh, Capitals did win that game three to two, and they play tonight, six o'clock. Tip, uh, the puck drops here just about 10 minutes from now uh, in uh, against New York to stay alive. Obviously, they got to do, they got to go, they got to win four straight. It's happened, I think it's happened four times, Coulter, in the history of the NHL playoffs that a team's been down three games to none and come back and won the series. So more often than the NBA. More, I mean, it, has it ever happened in the NBA? It, we, I know it happened obviously in baseball because it happened for uh, the the Red Sox over mm-hmm. the Yankees, yep. and I'm trying to remember if it happened again. I think it did, and I don't recall what series it was. But uh, yeah, it's it it has happened. There's precedent, but uh, eesh, not much of precedent. Also, the Dallas Stars are up three games to two. They play Calgary tonight at eight thirty. So our our nearest 
hockey-playing city with our uh, good buddy Dave Dickinson up there in Calgary. Yeah, CFL uh, got canceled earlier this week. We haven't even touched on that. That is uh, that is majorly disappointing, though beneficial for us with our Grizz Grades podcast. It absolutely is. You just um, got to feel because, I mean, probably... It's well, terrible. Not, not probably. The, the absolutely the vast majority of the players that we have covered... Right, Dalton that Sneed still, was going to go play for Winnipeg. Are playing, yep. in, are playing in the CFL. Yep. I mean, yep. CFL is like Eastern Washington North. I mean, there's like six or seven <laughs> Eastern Washington guys <laughs> right. up there that are like standout players. Right. Uh, it is worth noting again, uh, but next week we will start our release of the Grizz Greats podcast. We're really excited about this. Uh, we will uh, let you know who, what, and when, but we've been, we have been rolling on our interviews. We got a ton of them going, uh, and they're... Uh, they're going great. We're the the folks that we've gotten to talk to. We're not going to reveal everybody that we've we've sat down with thus far and who else we have lined up. But uh, I think it's been there's been some some names that everybody will recognize, and then there's been some names that some will recognize, but some may not. But I think all the perspectives and the stories that you get uh, from some that you expected, maybe some that you didn't expect, have been really really fun. So again, the 1995 Montana National Championship football team. Uh, it is their silver anniversary here, 25 years ago. Uh, this Grizzly, that iteration of the Grizzlies, brought home the first national championship to the University of Montana in football, and uh, and we have had a lot of fun starting to put this thing together, and it's starting to come together, uh, and uh, and we're excited to present it to everybody here soon. Absolutely, a pivotal moment in the history of University of Montana and the city of Missoula. I mean, we've talked about it many times, but. About eight years old is when you start to really become impacted by the world around you. And, and I was eight when that happened. And mm. I think about it all the time. And I have not said that to any of the guys we've interviewed yet. Mm. I probably won't because I don't want to date them or myself or, or whatever. But I'm sitting in this chair by and large. I mean, if you were to say what was the spark that lit the, the fire path, yeah. when I was sitting at the Wilma watching this thousands of people go crazy over these guys in copper and gold jerseys. I don't, I knew almost nothing about anything at that mm-hmm. moment. And then I was just like, man, I'm hooked. Yeah. My parents weren't into the Grizz thing yet. Cause they're not from Montana. So then I was like, well, what neighbors have tickets? How can I, how can I go to this? Mm-hmm. I got a kid in Washington Grizzly stadium and it just matriculated from there. Here I am dedicated to cover the big sky conference for the rest of my life. <laughs> There you go. Uh, well, very good. Well, we are, again, we're excited to bring that to you and uh, and more details forthcoming, uh, particularly next week where we will where we will launch with the Grizz Greats Silver Anniversary Podcast. Quickly, just uh, one final update before we go. Milwaukee back up 17 now, 87-70, 1.53 left in the third quarter. Blazers, Lakers tonight. We will be sending you out to the bubble for pregame. That tips at 7 o'clock. We will have that game for you right here on ESPN Radio. The Blazers. What do you think, Coulter? Who you got tonight? Blazers, Lakers. Dame Dollar, baby. Whoa. Get out there. Stack it up. Get your brooms out. Is that what you're doing? Nah, you go with Barkley nah, on nah, the broom nah, ride? Nah, nah, nah. That was that was an emotional response. I got LeBron. Okay. All right. Uh, it's going to be a great game nonetheless. Enjoy that. And uh, we'll be with you tomorrow to tell Nuanas ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore 
live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.